This podcast is sponsored by Explore Worldwide. Explore offers guided travel holidays from city breaks to honeymoons. Explore's local tour guides and their small group adventures give travellers the opportunity to experience a country and not merely observe it. Whether it's a food and drink tour in the hilltop towns of Tuscany or a walking tour in the rice fields of Vietnam, Explore puts their trust in the quality of their local tour leaders so you get a better insight into your holiday destination. Head to exploreworldwide.com. Hello, I'm Simon Calder, welcoming you to my independent travel podcast, bringing you the latest news on travelling, whether you're just dreaming of a great escape or actually making plans for one. Today it's a bit of a sombre day as the plane maker Boeing has accepted full liability for the Ethiopian Airlines tragedy in 2019, which cost 157 lives. I want to look at what went wrong with the Boeing 737 MAX and what the implications are for future air travel. The Boeing 737 by the standards of aviation is incredibly successful and incredibly long-lasting. It first entered service in 1968. Yes, you hadn't even been born then. And it is still flying high. Ryanair, for instance, has a fleet of hundreds of the jets. And it is also very popular with passengers, but it had an extraordinary sequence of disasters. In October 2018, a Lion Air flight from Jakarta had just taken off when it plunged into the Java Sea and 189 passengers and crew died. In March the following year, Ethiopian Airlines Flight 302 from Addis Ababa had just taken off to Nairobi. Again, it ploughed into the ground very shortly after taking off from the Ethiopian capital. Within days, the aircraft had been grounded. This was the MAX version, which is really the fourth iteration. You had the original, the 100 and the 200. Then what was called the classic, which was the 300, 400 and 500. Next generation was next with the 600, 700, 800 and 900. And then the MAX was really taking the Boeing 737 to the limit and sadly beyond. Because of the fact that the plane maker didn't want to alter the profile of the plane, so it has exactly the same layout really as the very first 737s, the wings are really quite low on the ground and that means that the engines had to be mounted further forward and they were bigger engines and as a result of that, the aerodynamics were very strongly altered. In some situations, there was the risk of a stall. And so Boeing introduced something called the Maneuvering Characteristics Augmentation System, or MCAS. The idea is that if the aircraft felt as though it was stalling, then they would apply corrective nose-down forces to get it flying properly again. Tragically, the system was not only badly designed, the plane maker failed to communicate the nature of that 
to both the Federal Aviation Administration, which is the organisation that actually certifies the aircraft, and to the airlines. And what we have heard over the 20 months in which it was grounded was a series of missteps by Boeing that were, frankly, showing the plane maker to be deeply irresponsible, putting money and getting the aircraft ready ahead of passenger safety. The airline has now admitted that it was fully responsible for the Ethiopian Airlines crash. The pilots who struggled vainly did everything they possibly could to rescue the aircraft were uh, completely exonerated and now the business of working out compensation for the families of the victims begins. And bear in mind, this was a very, very badly produced piece of software that could be triggered by one faulty sensor. And so that was exactly what happened in both these accidents. The so-called angle of attack instrument looked at that and it was slightly out of position or damaged and it just decided that the plane was going into a stall and forced the nose down. And while there were things that pilots could have done in the heat of the moment, it is not at all surprising that they were absolutely focused on trying to rescue what appeared to be um, somebody having taken over the aircraft. Absolutely terrifying for them and, of course, for the passengers. A total of 346 people lost their lives. Also during the grounding, of course, there were modifications to that uh, software system that precipitated the disaster and a whole list of other faults that were corrected. As a result of which, regulators around the world have certified the Boeing 737 MAX and it is still flying again. Now, when I have taken social media surveys, an awful lot of people saying, I'm not getting on that thing. And it's interesting to see that the plane has actually come back into use without very much public uh, noticing, and I'm not sure the extent to which this is people simply get on the aircraft because it's an aircraft and they know that aviation is profoundly safe, or whether they do realise it's a Boeing 737 MAX and they are content with that. Certainly, I would be very happy to fly on the MAX. I've done so before the uh, tragedies and I would certainly do so again. Tellingly, the biggest European customer for this, the MAX is Ryanair, the safest airline in the world in terms of the number of passengers flown without anybody losing their life in an accident. And I generally think that if it's good enough for the captain of a very safe airline then it is good enough for me and I actually spoke to the chief executive Michael O'Leary about this he did say that passengers booked on the plane would be able to switch to another aircraft if they wished um, but he said so confident are we in this aircraft so confident our passengers will want to travel on this aircraft they won't get a refund but they can travel on the next available flight but it appears that almost nobody has taken up that offer. He also told me I think people are really going to love flying on this airplane. I think you possibly will do too. I'm looking forward to my first flight on Ryanair with the new aircraft and I look forward to it having a long and hopefully now safe career. 
Well, that's all for the podcast for today. Thanks for listening. Remember, you can get all the news you need 24 hours a day at independent.co.uk. Follow that up with forward slash newsletters to sign up for my weekly travel newsletter free every Friday morning at seven. For now, goodbye, stay safe, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.